0: You know, Jay Holtzman for Marvel Wastelanders addresses an interesting point here that I didn't cover in my initial special. What about superheroes getting old, just like we all do? And what is it like for them, especially when they have children? That's one of the themes of Marvel Wastelanders. And on Bite we look at Wastelanders. Jay Holtzman has written an audio series on Sirius XM called Marvel Wastelanders. It's an amazing story. It's, it's kind of uh, based on the old man Logan uh-huh. thread on Marvel. Uh, uh-huh. How did you come to do this?
1: um i mean i'm a long time marvel fan um i worked on Cloak and dagger and jessica jones on the tv side uh and so when marvel was looking around for writers for the wasteland series uh i was on their list and they approached me about it and i was thrilled 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 to join in uh and dive into this great world and these fun characters
0: there is more sci-fi talk so stay tuned I love Jessica Jones, by the way. I mean, it was an awesome series. Thanks so much. And, and, uh, you know, Mike Cage, great. Yes. And and also uh, Cloak and Dagger. I had the pleasure of interviewing those folks when the show was on. So um, really young, talented, and great people.
1: Yeah, both of them. They're both great. I miss them.
0: Yeah. This is a, you know, it's when you're doing something like this, obviously very different from mm-hmm. a TV series. Yeah. So how do you plot this out? Do you uh, kind of go in like in a long, I guess it has to be the kind of
1: like a long arc and you have to know where to cut the story a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. I mean, you plot it podcast or audio drama, whatever you want to call it, um, is definitely a different format than writing for TV. Uh, and it, the structure is still very similar. You plot out the arc of the character. You say, okay, we want to start them emotionally here and end them emotionally here. And what are the steps? And uh, Hawkeye has a, a bit of a, a mystery built into it. So it's sort of like what's the clue trail for the mystery and where are the turns in the story? Um, but then once you're in it, then you have to remember, and no one can see anything. And so you have to describe everything, or figure out how to make sure it's clear to the audience what's happening, while at the same time feeling natural and not just sort of a, a bunch of people expositorying left and right. So it was a, definitely a, a brain shift uh, in, in moving into audio drama, but it was a lot of fun to work with, and uh, it's a lot of a lot of fun to do. So yeah. Yeah, but going into it was, okay, here's this character, here's this world, what's the journey, do I want him to go on? And knowing I had 10 episodes, like, how do I get him there in 10 episodes?
0: Yeah. Was it fun to incorporate all these literally
1: legendary Marvel heroes, and in some cases, villains, too. It was so much fun. It was so great. I mean, one of the great things about working in the Old Man universe is it's kind of an open playground. You can kind of do whatever you want. So I got to do a lot of... Uh, a lot of Easter eggs and a lot of sort of like subtle hints and then write for, yeah, some of the characters I've been reading for for years um, and even getting to sort of work characters that I always wanted to write it for into it. Um, we, we diverged from the comic book Old Man Hawkeye quite a bit uh, and that allowed to add add characters like the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants get to show up uh, and I get to write for them. And that's that was so much fun because I'm an old X-Man person. So getting to write for Blob and Mystique and Destiny and Pyro. Pyro especially. I have a weird weird affection for Pyro. Go figure.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sci-fi talk returns in a moment. Well, and worth the price of admission, two scenes already that I've heard and loved. Mm -hmm. Hearing Stephen Lang. And I will tell you, I had the pleasure of seeing Stephen Lang at the Museum of Natural History, reading Abraham Lincoln's speeches. While they were showing photographs of the president. It was absolutely amazing. Yeah. And then working with another actor I admire, who's done the DC side, and now on the yeah. Marvel side, the great Joe Morton. I mean, yeah. I mean, amazing. And on the female side, Star Trek's Michelle Heard. Yep. I mean, she is awesome. And then, uh, you know, from Loki,
1: uh, we have Sasha Lane. I mm-hmm. mean, it's great, great voice cast. It's a dream, dream voice cast. I mean, Stephen Lang is just like a god to me in so many yeah. ways. Like, uh, especially, you know, Avatar and and so many other great movies. But also, like, as, you, uh, as we were talking about before uh, we started recording, I'm from New York. I used to do theater. And Stephen is a, oh, yeah. like, legendary stage actor. Uh, so getting to work with him. And, yeah, same with Joe Morton. I've wanted to write for Joe for for a billion years uh and getting to hear him say my words is an unbelievable thrill and it's just it honestly is just like bangers all the way down like rico islesworth islesworth who i remember watching on 24 you know back in the early 2000s uh and michelle hurd and sasha Uh, and they all just really brought it like i was they all really like just gave everything to the roles and gave everything to the characters uh, and elevated everything we did. It was, it was a really exciting uh, recording process.
0: I also had the pleasure of seeing Town in New York mm-hmm. and what a coup getting Rachel Chadkin to direct this. Yeah. I yes. mean, she's
1: very super talented. She is super, super talented and super smart and was just great. Cause she's also not a comic book person. So getting that outside perspective, like she really helped us shape the story and the character arcs and make sure that they would be clear to someone who hadn't read 40 years of comic books to understand what the dynamics were and like the points that needed to be clarified, Uh, especially when, you know, there's certainly an aspect of it, like I said, with the old man world, where I got to remix some things uh, and take characters in sort of different ways, you know, using the taskmasters as kind of marshals, you know, U.S. Marshals uh, was something that was really enjoyable, but she was always like, but wait, who's taskmaster? How does this mean anything? I was like, okay, let me, let's, let's go back and explain. And then also make sure that that's clear that it's not the actual taskmaster and all of that. So that was, it was great having her just, just great.
0: And really, I I mean, I I deal with audio all the time and I Mm -hmm. I have to mix things and the production values on this is first rate. I mean, Mm -hmm. the music, the sound effects, you know, I I always like to say if you're going to listen to something like this, turn off all the lights, Mm -hmm. no distractions and just dive right into this world and this is a very rich audio experience no doubt about it
1: yeah get immersed in it our production team was top-notch our composers were great and what was really lovely about the process is they were all involved so early they were all involved in early drafts uh and giving notes and like i said making that shift to audio drama our production team uh and our producers were were instrumental in helping me figure that out and saying like no we need we need to make this clearer for audio we need to make that clearer for audio but also really diving in and be like oh so this is the world you want to create here is here's the soundscape that we can create with that and here's the richness we can add to that world and that was just uh, just a great process just terrific people
0: was there anything any scene that was a challenge for you to uh to get the toughest stuff was the
1: the stuff in the back half um because All of that's the really emotional stuff. Uh, All of that was the really digging into Clint and Ash's relationship, Mm. into both of their pain. Um, And that's always, was always hard, you know, especially writing. I wrote most of it uh, during the lockdown in the middle of a pandemic, in the middle of a lot of upheaval and a lot of pain. So I was able to, to use a lot of that and utilize it, but it was also really hard, like really emotionally tough. And as a sort of mystery a little bit uh, uh, in the, in the script, it was also, it's always tricky to make sure you're paying off the mystery beats and paying off the story and making sure that that's all clear. Um, but just pulling it to those points when, you know, Ash, Ash, uh, as, as people will see as we, we go later, when, when there's more and more conflict between Ash and Clint, uh, that's really painful because there are characters who love each other and need each other so much but are so hurt. That's, I mean, that's why we do it. That's the drama, though.
0: Look for all the Wasteland series on SiriusXM. For Byte, this is Tony Talotta.